Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus Six Three HP Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me are two of my best best friends. I'm going to start with the guy with the pink headset, Chabox. How are you doing? Exhausted, but alive. Welcome, welcome. Long day, long week. Also with us is our best bud from the West Coast, waking up at uh, or staying up at an ungodly hour to hang out with us is Arnie. How are you doing, Arnie? Hello there. Waking up at an ungodly hour. That's that's our life. Yeah. And uh, if you have not seen any of our videos yet, and this is your first time hopping on, thank you very much for the view. Uh, we truly appreciate every single one of those. But go to your friends, go to your family, get their phones, get their laptops. Uh, open a browser. Go to youtube.com slash plus six or HP and hit that like and subscribe button because we have a lot of programs dropping almost every day for your viewing pleasure, including this, our review show that usually drops Mondays and Tuesdays, where we review, deep dive, provide their opinions and ratings on one show or movie every week. Uh, so the past couple of weeks, we've been doing episode by episode breakdowns by The Last of Us from HBO and the new season of The Mandalorian, so season three. You could also listen to us if you don't want to see our faces if you don't want to do video on demand you can hop on your podcast search for plus six hp on apple podcast spotify amazon or any of your favorite podcasting app and we will be there if you want to interact with us we are on facebook instagram and twitter our handle is at plus six three hp housekeeping done it has been a fun couple of weeks of the month of pedro uh, dominating the airwaves, both in The Last of Us and now recently The Mandalorian. And this week, we are off to episode number three. Three. Of Mandalorian season three. It's chapter 19. Um, before we dive into the deep dive and the synopsis and the spoiler, um, uh, spoiler-filled portion of the episode, let's do non-spoilery. What did we think of... Season three, episode three of The Mandalorian. Chabax. Oh, um, I, I love the start. Uh, I still don't know. Uh, can we trust Bo Katan, Arnie? Or I don't know what, what's happening. Mm. Are they foreshadowing a big uh, a fight with him? Anyway, but yeah, I, I love the fight. Uh, I love the all the, the dog fighting. I like work, them working together. And then uh, a little unnerved when when we shifted places, but mm -hmm. started to get into it, and then loving by the end, and then uh, yeah, and then back to the unnerved with the uh, how it ended. But, uh, good good episode. Oh, good. Uh, it's a good episode. Um, yeah, regarding Bogota, it's not the first time she she switched sides. Uh, so people who haven't seen Clone Wars, watch it. Gives more background on where Bo-Katan started and then where she ended up. And Did then she start with the Death Watch? She started with Death Watch. Against right? Obi-Wan? Uh, against, against a team. And Obi-Wan was and just Obi -Wan. called in to... Yeah, and, uh, yeah against uh -huh. Obi-Wan. Yeah. And then she switched Which, sides to Satine's side? To, well, yeah. Uh, after... She didn't want, did she want to kill her sister or just like to no, bring back the I real mean, Mandalorian? I, I think her her motivation was just to bring back the old Mandalore way of life, right? Because uh, Satine is a pacifist, so very non-warlike, okay. yeah. and all that stuff. And then 
of course, previous love was killed by Maul, and then Maul took over the whole Death Watch, and then Sita, I mean, not Satina, Bo and Ahsoka and Obi-Wan kind of like grouped together against Maul. And then that's where, and then of course, fast forward to Mando, and then, uh, oh no, actually Rebels, a little bit of Rebels, and then, uh, and then and all the way to uh, to Mando. So yeah, she's been, a, she's been through a lot, let's put it that way. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, the, 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 the shift change uh, in, uh, during the episode where a lot of so-called fans are crying about uh, i'll discuss that more too uh, i actually like that too so so we'll see we'll talk more in the spoiler zone <laughs> i i again i really really enjoyed this episode it's like what mm-hmm. you just mentioned you start with clarifications from my complaint from the previous episode how to bring proof right mm-hmm. um, also you start with a little bit of it was simple uh, as that. <laughs> we did. Oh, yeah, simple we, as that. Get a get a little bit of water, uh, but mm-hmm. also, um, uh, oh, get a little bit of water, but also like, hey, did you see anything down there? <laughs> right. So <laughs> it's 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 good that he she wasn't like too you know, fishing. You know. Yeah, yeah. I guess so it's like I don't know. So it, I I was thinking like, oh, does she want to take the uh, mythicor for herself? Right. No, that's like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know why. Well, so, but the good thing about it is like, all right, you acknowledge certain things the way that real people do. The the dogfight, the the air battle that we've Maverick. seen, right? It's it's the awesome. Like I think yeah. the 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 fight itself was good, but also the idea of you see a little, you see all of the different features of of the Tie Fighters, how many they are. I like you know both bows. Do we know what bows um ship? His name is all I know it's a gauntlet, uh, but we, we could look it up, even know. even like the the wing, uh, the wings kind Which of like flapping think? against each other for yeah, a I was just familiar turn. with the other ones, the bomber and the the interceptor, yeah, super enjoyed that. And then, uh, um, uh, yeah, like them bombing Bokatan's home, so she was kind of like pissed, so it became personal, and then shifting to. Like a very unique perspective of a different portion of Star Wars we haven't seen before. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's been like the the Empire, the Rebels, the New Republic. There's so many shifts in galactic power. I really, really enjoyed the idea of this kind of rehab, quote unquote, reintegration, rehabilitation, um, amnesty program. Yeah. So that was yeah, it's nice like to see that. You know, th- these are real complex things in terms mm-hmm. of when there are wars and refugees and happening. Like, not not everyone's. It's not everyone's fault that they were being told to do something bad, and mm-hmm. then you know when that bad theme loses, they can, you know, they give yeah. you're given an opportunity to still kind of like do some recompense. So I really enjoy that. Apart from the, you know, the smaller ideas that, um, like. The 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 officer I, f- I forgot their name but I you know I love the idea that oh yeah okay uh, right so what's your name G something right oh yeah G G yeah. G G sixty eight or yeah, whatever yeah. so then L fifty two right so are, are they flirting are they friends is she is he being, there's like so many 
Uh, so I many mean, times I, that I didn't know, like, ooh, are you just nice because you want to use the the scientist? Or are you like, you know, are you... There's so many layers that it was fun to, like, it's different. I really enjoyed that. They could depart. It was a totally large departure from the episode. But those are my thoughts. But either way, those are initial thoughts that we uh, have on the episode itself. We'll, dive, we'll pass the baton to Arnie to give us a little bit of lowdown and we can really give our final opinions and readings about this particular episode. Arnie, take it away. All right, real quick. So we go. Uh, we start where we ended last week. Bo-Katan is shook as she saw the mythosaur. And at first we all thought that Din was able to see the mythosaur too, but so it was confirmed that he was passed out the entire time. Mm-hmm. And notice Bo still kept her helmet on. Because normally Bo will be like, oh, let me remove my helmet. I don't care, blah, blah, blah. She kept the helmet on. Dean was, he finally woke up. You know, I didn't see anything. I, just, I saw the chasm, but, you know, I didn't see anything alive or whatever. So Bo was like, you know, Trying to confirm that she saw what she saw, but I guess since he couldn't confirm with her, either she's like, maybe I hallucinated, or I don't need to tell people about this yet because they might think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. And as, as somebody who's been dealing with that type of uh, problems, yeah, it is sometimes a good idea to keep it on the download for a bit until we right. get more proof. Right? More proof. Yeah, we need more proof. And then, of course, Din was able to get his own proof. And on social media before the episode, there was like this edited photo of um, Pedro and Katie and Grogu swimming <laughs> in like a selfie. Like, hey, this is the proof that we, uh, we, we, we bathed in the waters. But anyways, Bo was like, oh, well, can we leave now? You know, can we leave? Can we leave? And, you know, I would offer you a feast, but I guess that helmet's not coming off anymore. And then he's like, yeah, this is the way. And then she's like, this is the way. So it's more like she's res- she's responding to the this is the way without being mocking and all that stuff. So yeah. I think it's a little bit like she is uh, trying to, or she's feeling like, so the, the story version of it is like, all right, I'm going back to the more, the real Mandalore roots, but also yeah. on the practical end, they might not have Katie Sackhoff that day. So they had to Could be. Could be. She's just maybe available for uh, audio dialogue recording. Uh, yeah, so they they kept mean, the the uh, yeah. the visual of Katie Sackhoff in yeah. that episode. Yeah. So. Plus, you know, I mean, the title of the, uh, the chapter is The Convert. So people, you know, thinking it's either Din or Katie, but I Katie. think if there's a, there was... Probably Pershing or Elia. We'll see. But anyway, so they fly back to uh, Kevala or uh, Kalevala, uh, where they were attacked by this squadron of TIE interceptors. And oh, lots of that. It's it's a really good dogfight. I mean, they're like the dogfighting scenes for the first three episodes. I mean, gee, I mean, they're really. I I missed how much we didn't have enough of them before. Like yeah. these are these are really good. Yeah, because uh, I think in the original they only have the inter- the the regular Tie Fighters. Uh, we got more of the different classes of Tie Fighters in the cartoons more most of the time. I think even Andor has like the special ones, 
but not nothing like this yet. So that's good. And then at first, Bo-Katan is like, well, you know, another warlord trying to, you know, trying to exact the revenge from her because she kept stealing <laughs> ships from them. But then we see them working together. Uh, so, you know, Din Djarin was banning the guns and then Bo was just maneuvering. And then, of course, uh, he needs to get it to, to his ship. So that was a cool scene to like just open, just jet back down to his own ship. Uh, so of course Mando was able to outmaneuver and destroy the uh, the fighters, but it turns out it was just a ruse so that they could bomb Bogdan's castle. And of course she was pissed. She was trying to keep fighting and. Uh, you know, attack the others, but they were, there were just too many of them, so they had to escape. So when they jumped into hyperspace, the episode shifted to a different location. Coruscant. Uh, we go back to Coruscant and the Very Opera House. Very beautiful. I mean, uh, if you remember in the uh, what, well, Revenge of the Sith, the Opera House where, uh, you know, Palpatine was like. Have you heard of the tragedy of Dark Plagueis the Wise? And it's like I was like, oh my goodness, that's that because that, that's a, I think that's the same venue if I'm not mistaken. Um, but basically, we see Doctor Pershing giving a TED talk about his cloning tech and how his amnesty is, you know, he'll take you know full advantage of it and blah blah blah. And then after the speech, we we see like how. The New Republic is kind of like, hmm, it's not really as uh, perfect as people thought. You know, there's people like, uh, you know, Empire, Rebels, New Republic, Old Republic, da da da, whatever. It's the same thing. And they're like, oh, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, <laughs> so I was trying to explain this to the kids. It's just like real world where, yeah, if you have, I a mean, if you have a dictator. Or like some something like that with a power, a very firm grasp of power, and her mm -hmm. and his word is law. Everything is more efficient. What what's needed gets done. The problem is the direction of that leader. Yeah, if it's <laughs> so like if it's good or not. Like the empire was a well-oiled machine. It was efficient, but it took the elements of the leader, like uh, selfish. Uh, um, unkind, right? They didn't care about the other stuff, like other mm -hmm. um, people and stuff. But then we get to do the New Republic where mm -hmm. all the leaders are are noble Weak. and they want... No, not, not, but I mean, the, yeah. main, the main core is like... Yeah. The, the leaders are good. They want... Well, mo I'm sure most of them, like the ones that founded it, they're like, they want to be good. They want to help people. But then everything else under them crashes down because there's like uh, other people that are selfish, rich, corrupt. Mm -hmm. They just want them. Uh, and since the leaders don't don't have the hold like the dictator is because they're trying to be nice, everything else is so uh, inefficient downstairs. Inefficient. So it's like yeah. bureaucracy. Is what bureaucracy. Yep. And you know, I mean, we we've been through this. Uh, so you know, we, we've had a dictator and then. That went away, and then of course, uh, nothing's perfect. And then of course, that basically this what this this Coruscant scene is just explaining how after the Empire, the First Order could rise up. 
It's because there's a lot of apathy from the populace. And like you said, uh, the, the, the new leaders might have good intentions, but the execution of the bureaucracy does feed into, well, there's other factions that's coming up and, you know, and all that stuff. So, so yeah, so we see more of Dr. Pershing. We, we, we get introduced to the amnesty program and amnesty housing. Uh, he was able to talk to some former imperial officers or soldiers. And of course, he meets up with, uh, with Elia, Kane, which we didn't know at that time, but she was the officer at Moff Gideon's ship that he had recognized. So, you know, they're all like, you know, for the new republic, I mean, it, it, it sounds so rehearsed. Uh, you don't know if they mean it or not. They're like, well, you know, I'm still alive, whatever. I do like the actress, they... though, like she's buff and she, oh, yeah. she has a... Oh, oh yeah. Kind of uh she's uh Abby. Charm, you know. She, yeah. She's yeah, Abby. She's beautiful in her own way. I like it. Yeah. Oh, so they're yeah. they're they're the good thing about it's like, yeah, it's like they're pretty as feminine, they're pretty as uh, they're handsome as masculine. Mm -hmm. Good, like good acting. Yeah, you don't know if she's bad or good, so it's like it's great. So it's like, ah, I'm yeah. very like perfect casting. It's because everything that yeah. she does is androgynous, it's great. Yeah, it's uh definitely in terms of the acting, I would say uh a more seasoned way of acting, I guess, uh, if I would comment on that. But but yeah, so they're talking about the old days, but not 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 Empire Days, more like, well, you know, what did you miss during your old job? Like, yeah, I missed I missed the 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 glow of the hype of hyperspace, or you know, with Doctor Pershing, I missed those biscuits that we had, and you know, I mean, travel biscuits, travel biscuits. I mean, it's it's common. Like for example, when you ask, well, what did you miss about high school? Well, I don't miss the lessons. I miss you know all this bullshit that we were doing back then. <laughs> you know, so it's it's a good way of humanizing all these. Uh, so-called evil empire folks, right? They, or the imps, right? Uh, and of course, they focused more on him. He was gifted a box of uh, biscuits. Uh, and then there's like this therapy session with uh, with a robot, like, hey, you know, <laughs> you have resentment, anger against da-da-da-da-da. Uh, and of course, you know, being a scientist, he wants to pursue his research because he, he, you know, we all are heroes of our own story. So in his mind, hey, with the proper handling, proper hands, this could really help. And, you know, yada, yada. But of course, back then or right now in the New Republic, cloning is kind of like banned. They still haven't explained why it was banned, but maybe because it's just a remnant of the empire because you know, in, I mean, they in, did say that the the uh, ethics of cloning is very yeah. complicated. So it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's maybe some are okay with it, some are yeah. not okay with it. But you know, if uh, if uh, if you watch Bad Batch, you know, right now they're showing how they dismantled the the clone army, so maybe that's a remnant of that as well. Uh, but yeah, it's it's but you know, there's also some theories on why the cloning cloning tech was either destroyed or banned. You know, you know, it's it's all about control. I mean, <clears throat> at the end of in the end of everything, it's all about control. Anyways, continuing. So of course, you know, Elia was kind of like, 
well, you know, you could, if you really think that your work is that important, we could find your supplies, find what, what you need. You could do it on your own and then show them or something like that, which, I mean, on one hand, it could be very innocent, but on the other hand, are you trying to, <laughs> yeah, try to have some inception or some bad influence and all that? But of course, eventually, um, Pershing was convinced, and then, uh, and of course, not you know, there's a lot more scenes like it's almost like a date at uh, Galaxy's Edge again. Uh, even sure, I I did not see where it was going. Well, I thought I knew where it was going. Like yeah, uh, whether we might see Moff Gideon somewhere or mm -hmm, mm -hmm, she's playing mm -hmm. she's play anything with Empire. I didn't see that she was like uh, playing it the other side. Like, yeah, uh, or playing the other side for the other side. Oh, no, I, I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah, exactly. that's where it's going, but yeah, for, but, this, yeah, yeah, for but, this thing, I still yeah, didn't expect that it was a sting. Yeah, but, but the scenes, like, you know, the Galaxy Edge, like, even the music sounded like, oh, this will fit perfectly at Galaxy's Edge, and then we'll get those photon uh, fizzies and all that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, eventually he gets convinced, and then they go on this trip, and we get to see more of Coruscant life and you get to see more New Republic life. I Just have no idea like, how that photon fizzle is healthy for your body, but... <laughs> it's gl it's glowing, it but... Cool. I'll take it. <laughs> you know, if they, if they could find a way to make it glow in real life, they'll sell it for nine ninety nine for sure. But yeah, um, but yeah, so we get to see more of the quote-unquote boring life in, in the Star Wars universe. Kind of like what Andor showed us. Uh, so, you know, so eventually they break into the old decommissioned shipyard. Uh, you know, we, we get to see like, this big Star Destroyer that uh, they, they got the supplies for. But of course, they got they got caught. And the interesting part is they're like, oh, uh, L58, please, uh, you're under arrest. Like, so they know who he is on the spot so it so it did seem and then we, we the reveal was that uh elia was able to trick him or basically like an entrapment, entrapment basically <clears throat> so so now we get to see him being told by a uh, a mon calamari like you know very 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 kind of look strange like yeah i took this treatment myself too and i felt really nice and blah, 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 blah. Uh, to be fair it seemed like pershing was having fun in the start yeah and then of course for him like well it, it was a trap and we're like oh, ha 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 it's, it's, a it's, it's, a, it's a trap and then of course it's a mind flayer you know you're gonna wipe my mind he set me up and then it was revealed that elia was like oh yeah oh, i'm alone now basically i'm gonna basically wipe his mind and again for what purpose so that whole scene ended and then we go back to Din Djarin and Bo-Katan so they ended up where we uh, uh, the Mandalorians were in episode one Paz Fizzla was like you're not welcome here you're both apostates but then of course he said I have proof I have you know it's not pics or didn't technically happen. they both <laughs> really swam in that <laughs> Yeah. Even if Bokatan did not intend. Yeah. Well, technically <laughs> only she swam. <laughs> the yeah. other one just But they dipped. They only needed to dip. Yeah. Right? They were like, 
And, uh, you know, and of course, there's, you know, I'm sure in real life, there's going to be that one that, wait, you bathe? Mm -hmm. What did, how did that work out? <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, they brought proof. And of course, the armor of saw, oh, yep, this is the water from, uh, you know, the living waters. So you're both redeemed. And then Bo was like, well, uh, I don't walk the creed. And then she's like, well, did, did you bathe? Like, yes. Okay. Have you removed your helmet ever since? No. Then you're redeemed. You're free to go. But for now, you're with us. I mean, and then there's us. They, they set that up, that up nicely. Even uh, the the Visla guy said you're both yeah. apostates. <laughs> yeah. You're the same. So but, if they're if he's redeemed, she's redeemed as well. Yeah. And then, and then of course, they really lingered on past Visla because, again, if you watch Clone Wars, Bo-Katan was following pre-Visla, who dad. had the dark saber. Was it the dad? The dad or the grandpa or something? See, so I, see, I don't know, because uh, some people it say... The second season is the dad's, right? Was it Was it his dad? Uh, pre is his dad. So that means... So Bo is older than Paz, technically. They should have just said the uh, post-Visla. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pre and post. And then, so... Because because the, the the child that they were initiating in season episode one was Paz Vizsla's child, right? That was confirmed. So so again, I'm just either I'm thinking because for me I think Paz Vizsla is like a brother, younger brother of uh, Pre, but I don't know yet. So until we get a confirmation of who is Paz to Pre, we'll see. Because yeah, but it's a Vizsla increase, so they know they know each other. I mean, plus Bo-Katan is kind of like a a popular figure in the Mandalorians. So, so yeah, but for now, she's a Mandalorian there. And yeah, and then uh, that's how, that's where the episode ended. So, discussion. <laughs> so, what do you think? Thoughts? And oh, possibly um, reading, uh, I'll go with an eight. I loved it. I enjoyed it. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't know how much I needed uh, more dogfighting in Star Wars. <laughs> but mm -hmm. they, when they show it, it I want it. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I like it. I love it. I, I want to see where it's going. And I did read somewhere like uh, it. We did kind of get a flavor of Andor in this episode, so that, that, mm -hmm. that's always a good thing. Yeah, it's on program, man. Um. Yeah. I was. I was gonna put. I for me. I again. I really enjoyed this episode. That it's one of those. It's kind of like a bottle episode. It's kind of like a filler mm -hmm. episode, kind of like the episode three mm -hmm. in The Last of Us, where it gives us a totally different view for a, a, a good portion of the the episode to give more context to the to the series. So, yeah, I I love the Pershing. I love the I love course. I have I love like really seeing the boots on ground in Coruscant, not just mm -hmm. like the because we only see the 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 square or like the Colosseum where they uh, debate you know the, the Senate, yeah. the Senate, and then a big yeah. wide shot I love the day to day I love yeah. the amnesty but, the yeah, very what you said like, love, yeah. uh, and not just the day to day like seeing the New Republic at work yeah, uh, yeah. what the day in the life of a uh, of a uh, what do you call him what's his, what do, what know. do they call him uh, uh, a refugee. No, uh, amnesty. Reintegrated. Amnesty. Uh, 
reintegrate yeah, what, yeah they, in the life yeah. of them so that was really cool yeah, I, so I mean, I, even even it kind of looked like the slums when he was arriving to that uh yeah but that's housing. a nice apartment it looked, that's a nice apartment, apartment. Looked nice yeah I was surprised. Nice. So. It's, it's, a very it's nicer nice than uh, you know that guy from Andor uh, where his mom lived. It, the, the, the amnesty of housing is way better than that. I mean, <laughs> they look clean. They're drinking outside uh, in yeah. the clean. I mean, it didn't look it didn't look fancy, but it was clean. Yeah. So and the, yeah. the I think that was like efficient. Actually, they they didn't um, spend too much on like the exterior design mm-hmm. but in inside the apartments they were pretty good i'd live in that yeah 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 but i really enjoyed it and then i that's why for me my rating is a solid eight because subverted my expectations a little bit give me a good view but also like they knew like hey we're gonna do a lot of talky talky a lot of people that not mandalorian let's leave you with an awesome fight yeah. <laughs> let's do let's do let's start with action right from the start so that you, you're satiated now you can you can concentrate on other factors of this so i really enjoy like, yeah. i i am really really impressed how you know mandalorian is continuously refining its storytelling touch because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. andor was just perfect from the get-go but it's yes. very slow it's very it's kind of like one of those um, political movies, like a political mm-hmm. satire movies. Andor, and then uh, uh, and Boba Fett wanted to be like a gangster action-filled yeah. western-y thing, but didn't really land it. Andor yeah. has a very solid grasp of both. It has yeah. deep meaning, but also you know, some shallow conversations. Because in fact, like last episode, I actually was what I saw episode two again, Right, right through episode three, watching episode two was like, huh, very little dialogue. Like everything was just like, um, the, pew, um, pew, pew. The, then talking a little bit to to Grogu to explain stuff, and then yeah. just a lot of like nothing. So a lot yeah. of action, but it yeah. still gave me a lot of context. So I think Mandalorian has the best grasp of like this Star Wars storytelling universe. Arnie, about you. Exactly. So let me start with my rating. It's also an eight. Uh, and then, of course, uh, touching on the whole filler episode, because, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, if you go on social media, if you go on YouTube, they're like, oh, it's a filler episode. Da, da, da. You guys need to watch more anime mm-hmm. uh, to understand what a real filler episode is. Uh, like, again, uh, Naruto is very notorious. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, very notorious. It takes what? Four, yeah four or five episodes for a Kamehameha wave to really take effect. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of filler episodes in, uh, in the anime. But anyways, and yeah, I mean, it shows you the New Republic. And again, as, <clears throat> as I led up earlier, it shows how something like the First Order could come up in the New Republic. You know, because people think, well, you know, if the Emperor was so evil, how come they went back to the old ways? Like, well, because there's still people who are either invested in the Empire way of life or or something else. Uh, and, and if you go back into world history, you know, in the Chinese dynasties, they end up wiping out the previous dynasties because they don't want something like this to happen. Um but of course, we, we don't work that way, uh, or even at least the New Republic allowed 
some imperials to be uh, rehabilitated or have some amnesty because you know some of them were either uh, forced to join the empire or had no choice but to to join the empire so you know you know like the the lowly janitor in the death star like uh, kevin smith was talking about <laughs> you know some people are just like hey i'm just a custodian here and uh, they blew up the death star and uh, you know all that stuff so they have to be rehabilitated uh you know to be humane so you you, you do get under to understand like you know there's some explanation on what happened and and and, and all that and but of course it's the mandalorian and people were saying like you know now it's his turn to have his show uh hijacked by a different character <laughs> because because he did it with uh, both uh, with uh, boba fett uh but yeah i mean like also going back to the living waters if boba fett wants to be a mandalorian that's one way for him to be a mandalorian to according to creed right just you know take a shower or have some back to tank action in the living waters but yeah i mean focusing on bo-katan you know you know i'm also beginning to think that they're setting something up that will be leading to the ahsoka show like for example this imperial the imperial uh interceptors where did it come from some people think oh, it may yeah. have been it's Thrawn's uh, squadron because he will have enough influence to have that many in, in, in interceptors. I think it was his design, right? This is design. Uh, the Tide Defender, uh, maybe, because that's the one that he was building at uh, in in Lothal. Yeah, I think he was like arguing with the Empire that instead of doing the yeah. Death Star, you make these kinds of ships. Yeah, because make, the Death Star ships. Is, the Death Star is uh, singular, slow. Uh, too many uh, eggs in one unmaneuverable, basket. Unmaneuverable, yeah. Too many eggs. And he, he turned out to be right. Well, it's Tron. He is right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think they're setting up the Ahsoka series. And I, I think either we'll see Elia in the Ahsoka series or or maybe the Ahsoka series will... more here. I think more here. Yeah. I, I think they're probably going to discuss more of the New Republic uh, and Ezra. And we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll get to see more. Yeah. Uh, there was one cute scene there, like uh, in the ship. So when Dinjar and then Bokeh were talking, they were like, "This is the way. This is the way." And then Bo's like, and then uh, Grogu's like, "Starting rawr, to rawr. Starting like, to talk." Did, did they just say this is the way? <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, dude, I mean, if they make we, him, if they give him a helmet, if they make him Mandalorian. Oh, that is gonna be so good. Yeah, and we're not yeah, gonna see yeah. his face though, but. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Well, in my mind, just just to make it funny, he starts talking, but in Spanish. <laughs> as long <laughs> as it's not it... fucking Yoda, Yoda talk. Yoda talk. Yeah. Yeah. They better make him talk like Yaddle, and then uh, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a good episode. Uh, it's an eight. Of course, it's not a nine out of ten because yeah, because the the Pershing scene, people say it might have been too long. Uh, sure, they could have maybe cut a few things here, but it, it, it just gives you more of uh, a way to basically empathize with him. And even with Elia, she she had some, you know, I mean, not 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 a lot of backstory, but more like you know, dialogue for her to show. And she's ripped because there was a, a scene there like they, she was like wearing a T-shirt like, damn. You work out, <laughs> so but it's, and it's still sexy. I like it. I like, yeah. I like how it's yeah. done. Yeah, she's an MMA, right? Uh, she's an MMA fighter. 
sure. I don't know who the actor is actually. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm gonna look her up. But but basically, now people are saying that you know if they needed an Abby for season two of Last go. of Us, yep, she she could do it because she's ripped. <laughs> it has to be believable that you know. Uh, you know, I know what she does uh, in season two, but you know. But anyways, that's basically it. Uh, I said an eight out of ten, right? So, yeah, can't wait for the next episode, uh, which is going to be directed by Carl Weathers. So wow. we'll see. We'll see. One more episodes left. All right, uh, that is our breakdown of episode number three, season three of The Mandalorian. So chapter nine in total. <laughs> Uh, again, we are doing week-on-week -week breakdowns of The Mandalorian. So tune, uh, tune in next week for our breakdown of episode four. With that, final goodbyes, Chivax. Yeah, uh, can't wait. We're going to be reaching halfway point next week for Mandalorian. So and uh, yeah. Well, this is the way. All right. With that, thank you very much. We'll see you in the next video. Bye. Bye. Thank you.